Welcome back everybody. Just want to say big up to all involved. Any condolences and RIPs. This is edutainment to educate and entertain everybody who's listening. So, people always want to know how the prisoners get phones in jail. How the prisoners like get drugs in jail. And obviously they see the things about throws, probably not even throws these days, like, they know about the drones, because the drones have been on the news and rare, rare, rare. But the biggest conduit, the biggest pipeline, is by the prison officers themselves. Let me tell you some stories. They, or it is, you have to think about a lot of these prison officers. They're on like low wages, hard work. They might be getting bullied and bossed around like by their their own colleagues. Do you know what I mean? They're getting bullied and bossed around. They're thinking like, what the fuck? Do you know what I mean? And a a prisoner might spot it. Or what it is, the prisoner might not even fully spot it like that from afar. It's because the prison officer's always sniffing around. A prison officer come to me one time and he kept asking me, like, bear in mind, I'm the only black guy on the wing. Like, it's mainly white. There's 140 cells. 140 cells and a lot of them were doubles. So there's quite a few people on the wing. And he keeps asking me, like, oh, who's got the best, like, who's got the, like, who's got the weed, man? Who's got the best weed? And at first I'm not, I'm not really peeping it like that. I'm thinking, yo, what's right, man? Come on, man. And some racist tip I'm thinking, he's a racist jail that I'm in, yeah? Thinking, yo, why is my man keep asking me? I'm like, oh, I don't know still. Do you know what I mean? I'm a cleaner, so I'm just keeping it sweet because I just want to keep my cleaning job, come out, get paid, do fuck all. Like, no, what I used to do was just like, I didn't sweep, I put the fucking, it's like a proper wide, like long, like brush, not as long as in that, this, the broomstick you're holding, like the bit with the bristles is like wide as fuck, do you know what I mean? Long. I'd just hold it in front of me and just walk, just walk with it, just pushing the big bits really, if there was any big bits, like I wasn't actually sweeping like I'd sweep your own place I'd just walk around with it I'm on the fourth like landing as well <laughs> I'd walk around that's it and I'd just brush it off I won't even brush it into a dustpan and throw it away I'd just brush it down and it'd fall all the way down to the ones blessing I was fuckery back then you know what I mean I apologise for that still that's fuckery me I'd hate someone to do that for me to me, do you know what I mean? But it took it in all good stage, you know what I mean? It was like, you know, hierarchies and stuff, and it was, it was all right. It was my boy, it was my boy still, like, I met him in there, and was cool and stuff, I used to like line him up with things and stuff, and you know, but anyway. So only after a bit, I'm realising, this guy's trying to, but I thought he was trying to set me up. I thought, right, I'm just starting a long sentence here, you're trying to set me up, you're a bruv. I don't fully trust you. You know, the one's there. And I must have half bust a joke one time, in front of the next man, and the <laughs> <laughs> and he's denying like ah oh, no 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 I'm like what if you wouldn't even ask my man you know what I mean <laughs> he's come flying in my cell me and my padmate yeah my padmate I know I've known him for a bit like kind of seen each other it's from my end still like one of the older man he's come flying in flicked out his finger flicked out his fucking his kosh like oh, do, 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 do. but he made it out like he's messing and then he couldn't get his fucking then he couldn't put his kosher away and he's like, shit, if this gets stuck, I'm fucked because you can't pull it out at all. <laughs> and my was like, yo, what you done now? He's like, I told him, he's like, oh, yo, we was trying to like get, I think, do you think so? Like, we think he was like serious. He's like, yeah, of course he was serious about getting things in because now you've like, <laughs> yo, forget all that. Anyway, forget the screws, bro. Anyway, 
so if I tell you a direct thing, like, so a man's come up to like these people that I know. I don't know him. I've met his brother in the prison that I was in. As I've gone, he said, my brother's in that jail. You're going to check him. I've gone there. He's letting me know. He's like, right. Where they're chilling, obviously we've got money, we've always got things, bare canteens coming, not just like what we're buying ourselves, like other people are bringing the canteen. So it's all indicators, you know, the ones there that manner, you know, obviously they're wearing decent clothes and that, the way they carry themselves, they're not Muppets, do you know what I mean? Like, no one's chatting to them, you know, the manners in man. Alhamdulillah, so a man's approached them. Because the way just shit, do you know what I mean? And the boys are treating him all right, they're giving him food, giving him hooch. You know the ones there? There was another officer on my wing that was getting hooch from like them man there to get like them leeway there. So basically my man's coming to prison, uh, yeah, coming to work at the prison, like drinking them man's hooch. Like even got to a point where like, because they weren't just giving it him, he's like, I'll start doing, sp <laughs> I'll start doing pad spins. A pad spin is when they come and raid your cell and like search your cell. cell it's just a cell search. Do you know what I mean? What we call it a pad spin, like prison lingo for whatever reason. And uh, yeah, like, yeah, so they just kept giving it him. And that was it. That was that bit done. <laughs> but obviously, these guys are now getting big money. You know, you might be getting up to a grand, like, just a week for doing a couple moves. Like, you might be just getting a grand a month, you might be getting a grand a week. What's happened now? When I was, I moved from that prison to its sister jail. It's called, if there's a jail that's run by the same company, they call it a sister jail, a private company, yeah? Uh, I think it's an American company called Circo. And I was a, what they call the healthcare champion working down in healthcare. And I'm like the middleman between like the healthcare staff, which are like civilian staff. The, the prison officers down there obviously to like keep the peace and stuff. But it's like civilian staff and the prisoners, you know, the ones there. And of course the job, love that job still. Anyway, so what's happened is... Um, Yeah, there was an officer that I've never seen before down there and she's bragging and boasting about, not, not about, not about anything in particular, about parcels, like what they call a parcel is like a drugs hole, like a drug, like bringing drugs in, do you know what I mean? It's like a parcel, I've got a parcel coming, meaning you've got like drugs or phones coming, you've got something coming in, it could be tobacco as well these days because you can't smoke in UK prisons. It's like, she's bragging about going to carnival. She's a lesbian, it turned out. And she's bragging about going to carnival and she'd met this couple, this man and this girl. And she's gone back to theirs and the man's liquored, they're all liquored up, it's carnival or something or something like that. So it was carnival, London carnival. She was from Brum. And the man's gone to bed, fell asleep, drunk up, bust up. I think she were getting him bust up. She's giving him bare drink, bare drink, getting him bust up. He's gone to uh, sleep and then she's ended up sleeping with the man's girl. Anyway, this is the first time I've come up, come across this girl. I think I might have seen her one more time. After that, the next thing I heard about her, the girl's being found with woolly per drugs. The other schools, what they call security. So you've got the regular, so, um, you've got the regular prison officers, and then you've got security. You know what I mean? That like obviously securing the prison, and they just started walking on wings. Normally they'd come on the wing, come on the wing, looking for demanding, like looking for the prisoners. These schools have come onto the wing. Everyone's thinking like, obviously what man I do is like, whoop, whoop. As soon as certain officers come on, you know, it's a mad thing. You just hear, whoop, whoop. Another hero might carry it down like, yo, that means put away quick. If there's anything, you don't even need to see anything. You just hear that. Like man not even, 
if you go whoop whoop, like as a joke, it's peak fuel. Because man of like boom, man are flying around putting things away and that and you know pressure and you know feeling anxiety, worried like stressed like it's like yeah, he's taking a pit like it's pressure. Anyway, bare screws coming on and they're not even coming for the man them. They're coming for the screws on the wing, making the screws line up while they get the sniffer dogs to sniff them down. Boom, if the dog indicates, they're carting off the other officers. Mad scenes, you know. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that's happening in your prison? <laughs> they're coming for the screws. The screws are being arrested like mad. This girl's being caught with woolly drugs, all in her shoes. Shoes all hollowed out, all in her shoes. All in the knickers, all inside her. Like all in a flipping drinks cup thing, all in a flipping, uh, what do you call it? Like in a Tupperware tub thing, like a food, like woolly up her drugs she's bringing in. There was another thing, same jail. The jail's live, bro. There was basically, so, on the side of the jail that I was on, it had chevrons, what they call the chevron, yeah? And if you know what a chevron looks like, you can imagine the shape, it's like an arrow type thing, not like a, not like a, anyway, Google chevron, yeah? So it was two wings, Is one chevron, another two wings, so there was like three chevrons, so six wings. And there was competition between one chevron and the other, because one officer was located on one, and another, what was she? Was she an officer? I don't know if she was coming around with a camera and take photos and that. For like, you know, that, oh, this person, da, 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 or whatever, I don't know. Obviously, this jail was all right still, do you know what I mean? Taking photos of the prisoners and that, and sticking it up and saying, yo, this guy did whatever. Fuck knows what, I can't even think of an example. Anyway, these people have been overheard. So this girl and this man have been overheard, saying, oh, so how much have you made this week? Because obviously, they're both bringing things in. This guy is doing it for like the chevron that I'm on. And that girl's doing it for them, shiv that chevron over there. And they've both been caught. He's been caught, like, with just, I don't know, beer things. Like, beer things in his yard. And she got caught. I know she got three years. I don't know how long he got. But we was watching a program one time about this happening in prisons. And there was a guy. You know how they have, have it all blacked out and that, like, doing the shadow and the voices change. And we're saying, yo, is that is that my man? I was going to say his name then. They're saying, yo, is that my man? I wasn't too sure, nothing to confirm, because obviously got, they both got sacked and one, like I say, one went to prison, we don't know what happened to the other one. There was no update at all, but hers was actually in the paper. And, uh, yeah, so he's all of a sudden gone from like living a regular life as a worker would, to all of a sudden he's going on this holiday, like, where have you been on holiday? She's like, oh, I've been here. He's like, oh, I've been to Mexico, da -da -da -da, for, for X amount of time, like, like bare time. <laughs> My mum's going on bare expensive holidays, multiple times a year for extended amounts of time, like, peak saying, how were you, a got a brand new car? Brand new car. My man's just tanned up all the time. No money just changes. <laughs> no money just actually looking crisp around there. Like, yo. She just looked the same. She had a kid, you know what I mean? So obviously it's different priorities for like a single man and a, um, and a single mum. But yeah. And they just got overheard basically competing and comparing. There was, they even argued one time. Yeah, they were arguing. And like the other screws are like looking. And it's not making sense what they're arguing about. Like they're arguing because who was bringing in the most stuff, but they weren't saying that. 
we knew what they was arguing about because we was obviously in the know. But the way they're arguing, if you didn't know, you didn't know. Because we wasn't saying it outright, but they were saying stuff to each other, like, and it was blatant. So I was like thinking, rah, but we could look at the screws because this is in the yard. I'm like looking at the screws and they don't understand what's going on. Only that, like, it's unprofessional that their colleagues are arguing like that. You know, they ones. Maybe that's what brought it on top. Who knows? But obviously people get jealous, don't you? People are making money, so. Through that time, I didn't make no money. Zero, nothing. Nothing. Not one, not nothing. You know, them ones. So I was on a straight, straight and narrow, me. I was trying to, I'm not giving it a big one, like, oh, I didn't do nothing. Like, yeah, I did in the other prisons. No. I was in four prisons and I did in two, the first one and the last one. And that's it. Because I was on the straight and narrow, I needed to get away from that lifestyle. So it's when I realised in the first prison, like, yo, I need to knock this on the head. So I stopped halfway through my time there. So when I first got there to halfway through being there, I stopped and that's it. Moved on to the next year, I didn't do nothing. Moved on to the next one, didn't do nothing. Moved on to the next one, didn't do nothing. But then there was this period where I did like, dip my foot toe in again to like make some ends meet. But it made me realise like, yo, this isn't it, man. What you've been doing for all them years of not doing it made sense. Like, look what's happened again. Exactly the reason why you stopped. Just a stress headache, it not worth it. And it not working out because it's like the fuckery that you're doing. Not the fuckery, just even just getting it and selling it like, just that is bringing like bad karma. Like things are happening that I don't think would have happened because I've been all right all that time. Yeah, this slight stress is even now from the money. But I don't want to go into that anyway. This is all about how how stuff gets into the jail. So it's through the prison uh, prison officers. It could be down to them like being bullied by their own staff, being in their own financial mess. Because a lot of them are gamblers. A lot of them are gamblers as well. And they're just gambling away. They've got families and that. They don't want no one to know. You know, it's like it's a big, massive, shameful thing because these people that gamble generally aren't down and out. So that generally people that are all, not all right, but are looked at all right in society. And they have things, they have family and stuff. But they've just wasted all the money. They're going to, they're fucked now. They put everyone at jeopardy. But they can't stop gambling. So it holds them up. Like I say, it's no excuses. It's just, these are just reasons. These are just examples. And yeah, and they could be brought in by this, like the, the obviously the prisoners are manipulating them but they feel wanted and valued. And then again, it's one of them ones, isn't it? Like, once they're in, might have wanted to do it once or twice, but they can't because they don't want to lose a job because they're going to get grassed on. The prisoners will grass on them or they'll threaten them. They'll threaten them that they'll on them. So, yeah, something to think about there. About the state of affairs within the prison system in terms of um, the supply chain. Thanks for listening. Marcus, DQ and Q Lifestyle Podcast. Me, gone.